Hi, everybody, and welcome back to the podcast. My name is John Bishop with John Bishop Fine Art, and you're listening to Conversations with Freelance Creatives. Thank you so much for joining me. Well, it's been a terrifically busy week. I'm sure it has been for everybody. You know, I think we kept praying for this time when COVID would lift and we would be able to to get out in the world and, and do all the things we used to do. Well, it all started. It seems like everything is back. The traffic is back. The accidents on the highway creating the traffic are back. Um, we're out going to restaurants. We're, we're actually giving people hugs who've been, who've been vaccinated. So it's been a, a real kind of reawakening, and it's been quite exhausting as well. Uh, we were just commenting the other day that we don't know if, in fact, there's something wrong with us and we're just tired all the time, or in fact, if it's just because we haven't really done much of these kinds of activities for a year and a half. But uh, it's kind of good to be busy again. That's not a bad thing, but there is some adjustment going on, at least uh, for me. Uh, let's see. We had um, a lot of things happen this last week. We had our big opening of our new uh, tenant exhibition at Silver Street Studios, which is a big deal. Uh, it's a big deal to get it set up, and then it kind of sits and runs on its own for a while. Um, but... Um, Getting the show set up is, is quite a lot of work. And though I wasn't directly responsible for this show, I will be responsible for the ones going forward. I've taken over kind of the, uh, the leadership of the, uh, of the exhibition committee there at Silver Street Studios. So this was kind of a learning experience for me, getting my feet wet, uh, though other people were, were truly in charge of the curation and, and uh, the layout of the show. It's a wonderful show. It's called The Sum of Us. And what we've done is we've, we've given everyone kind of carte blanche. We've, we've created what, what they're calling a, a salon-style show, uh, like the old salons in France when people would go out on a Sunday afternoon to visit the, the art salons and see all the work on a wall. And that's kind of the way this exhibition is set up. Each of us were given, I think, 11 feet along the main corridor of the, of the building, and we could kind of do whatever we wanted in that space. At first, I thought it was going to look awful, like some sort of you know, flea market. But that's not what happened, and I don't know if it's just because we're all artists and, and, uh, or if it's just, just trusting the, the common sense of, of artistic people. But uh, it doesn't look like that way at all. In fact, it's, I've heard people say, just from the public, that this is the best show they've seen at our building. So we're very excited. It's a, it's a really good-looking show. A lot of people have been participating. People seem really, really positive. Um, but everybody was able to kind of do their own thing, which, which gives the, the whole environment kind of almost like an art fair where you go from booth to booth and everyone has a little bit different presentation. And so that's what we've set up uh, for this exhibition. Uh, we also had uh, an opening for one of our friends, Sarah Rimbaugh, who um, is new to Silver Street Studios, but we knew her through John Palmer and the Escapist uh, Mentorship Program. And Sarah had her opening, her first show at Silver Street. So we went to that and visited with her and, and the other folks that were around. 
and she had a lovely show, beautiful artwork, and I think she sold quite a bit. I think she did well on it, and I think she was pleased. So that was that was a lot of fun, and, and again, one of the few times we were actually stepping out again in, in those kinds of artistic uh, meetings and gatherings, which is great because I've got one coming up. Um, then we had a big meeting at the studio for the exhibition committee, and that uh, is the one that I'm taking over. So that was a big preparation for me. And of course, then the same day, we had our HIP meeting, our Houston Interloop Photography Club meeting. And so we had a speaker in a meeting, uh, our monthly meeting, uh, that I plan all of the uh, speakers. Uh, and so we had a, a lovely presentation uh, by a journalist uh, who's, who's working live as a, as a kind of an investigative reporter and, and journalist, uh, journalistic reporter uh, and photographer. Uh, really, really fascinating work that he's doing down on the border, uh, the U.S. border. So that was fascinating. Uh, and then, of course, we had our, our weekly art chat production, where Bogdan and I just sit and chat for, uh, 50, for half an hour about our art and what we're doing and you know, what's going on in our artistic careers and in our practices. And so that takes some preparation as well. So all these things are going on and, and I keep pushing back my publications because I do a weekly podcast, as you probably have figured out. But I also turn this into a video podcast as well as I do a weekly vlog, which is a shorter format than the podcast. And then I also do a blog, a written blog uh, as well. So there's, I have just now getting to all that content because this week has been truly, truly busy. Um, then I had a, a really interesting invitation. I'm very, very thrilled. I had an invitation to do a presentation to a group out of, Pac uh, out of Saudi Arabia for a Pakistani audience. Now, I know that they're, they're speaking as well in Pakistan. They broadcast as well as in, in Pakistan. But I believe it's also for the kind of expat community of Pakistanis in Saudi Arabia. And this particular group uh, is called the Elite Club KSA, and they have their Elite Literature so uh, Society, which is a kind of subsidi a subsidiary part of that organization. And so they have various activities throughout the year, some of them literary, some of them more uh, kind of instructional, they also have some entrepreneurial workshops. Uh, they do all kinds of things. But this, this literature wing uh, does various things, and they have an annual kind of festival, literature festival. And I was asked to speak as one of the speakers at this online Zoom festival, which is what I did yesterday morning. And that took a lot of preparation. It wasn't difficult but you know how it is when you're, you're preparing something, you want to do a good job. So I just, I really spent a lot of time getting the presentation clear in my head of what I wanted to say and how I was going to present it. Um, I was actually asked to speak as, on the subject of poetry as a children's writer who writes poetry. And I, I do those things, but I consider, you know, if you ask me what I do, I'll tell you that I'm a painter. And that's kind of where I'm at in my head right now. 
But I do also write children's stories and I do write poetry and I used to teach English and therefore taught literature and poetry as well. So I have a real affinity uh, and respect for poetry. What I couldn't figure out though is that the actual style of presentation, I, I did a little investigative work because my, my presentation was on the third day um, and final day. And so I actually dropped in on some of the other presentations that were happening on day one and two, just to get a feel for the kind of, of the kind of presentations people were doing. Very often when you're abroad, uh, people do approach presentations differently. In the States, we tend to be very conversational. We tend to, to be interactive. We tend to, to talk more about I don't know, the experiential part. And I know that when I was studying in Spain and when I've seen presentations in Romania and in Russia, they're, they're much more academic, much more measured, uh, much more rehearsed uh, types of presentations. And in fact, that's exactly what I was seeing on day one and two which sent me into a bit of a tailspin because that's not generally the way I like to present. But um, I was able to, uh, to log in yesterday morning, bright and early, 8 o'clock my time, and I was able to talk for 15, 20 minutes about art, about um, the title of my presentation was The Pulse of Art, because they were, they were interested particularly on that day to talk about rhythm and rhyme. So I, I did a presentation about how there is rhythm all around us, and whether that's the heartbeat inside you or the, the, uh, the sound of waves on the beach or the sound of a woodpecker or a singing bird, and how we as a species have turned those kinds of rhythmic expressions into music and dance and song and, and poetry and painting and how all of that kind of recognition of the artistic expression is so, so founded in rhythm and movement and, uh, and sound. And all of those things feature a lot into poetry. So I, I thought it was a, a very interesting presentation. I was able to, there were probably around 37 people logged in at the time. I don't know, you know, I know they've posted this online, so maybe more people will see it in future. I don't believe that it will get me a lot more speaking gigs. <laughs> it might. I think they enjoyed it. I know I did. I was very honored to be asked. Uh, but then, then they had following me a group of uh, students of children who had written poetry. And so they asked me to speak a bit to them and to give them some inspiration and some tips as writers. So I think it was a very, very lovely experience and, I, and I'm very, very happy to have been asked. So, but it took a lot of time because I just stressed over it incessantly. But, uh, so that's under my belt. It's on the resume and hopefully I'll be asked again one day. Um, Oh, and then, of course, yesterday was our second Saturday. And so at all of the, the six buildings at Sawyer Yards Complex, including our, our building at Silver Street, everyone opens on the second Saturday from 5 in the 
uh, from 12 noon until 5 in the evening. And so loads and loads of studios are open. Now, we haven't had huge crowds uh, since COVID, you know, um, but my goodness, people were back. Um, they tend to, to not come in the back hallway where I am. They tend to, to congregate in the main hallway. Uh, and so I had a lot of people walking by the studio, not a lot of people coming in. But we go early to try and get set up, and also because there's also traffic on Saturdays in a big city like Houston. So we had gone in quite early. Uh, it was about a, a 9 o'clock, I think. No, I think there were like maybe two other artists already there in the building. And a couple walked in and they wanted to buy art. And they bought seven paintings from me right there on the spot. Uh, it was a great way to start the day. <laughs> so, uh, and, and then as the day progressed, not another single sale. And we were supposed to close at five and we stuck around because there was another event going on in the, in the building, uh, adjacent to the building. And so we said, well, well, let's stick around just in case somebody walks in. And around 6.30, you know, an hour and a half after we should have been closed, another couple walked in and bought two more. So I sold nine paintings yesterday. Bogdan sold two or three of his uh, kind of more, more substantial pieces of, uh, of, of photography. And uh, all told, I think we made $2,600 yesterday. Uh, Beth, if you're, if you're raking in the big bucks in art, I, I applaud you. But for us, a $2,600 day is a pretty darn good day. In fact, I can't remember a better 24 hours as far as art sales. Uh, that's not quite true because when Bogdan had his exhibition just before COVID, uh, we did sell quite a lot that one evening. But this was, this was just amazing. These were people who were coming in to buy art, and that was what they wanted to do, and they walked out with the, with the, with the work they needed. The, the only caveat to that was that they actually told me that they, they wanted a larger piece. They were, they were disappointed that I didn't have bigger pieces, and I've heard that from people before. Uh, they liked my work, but they wanted a bigger thing to go over the bed or to go up above the stairs or wherever they have a larger space. And so they may come back to me asking for a, um, a commission to do a larger piece in the same kind of or a complementary style to the pieces they bought. So that would be obviously be marvelous. <laughs> and, you know, and, and a new relationship with a, a collector is born. Uh, because usually when people start to collect you, they, they continue to follow. So I made sure I got them invited to the, uh, the opening in July, and um, hopefully we'll, we'll be able to develop a relationship with, with those collectors as well. So it's been tremendously busy. Um, and, and of course, in all of that, there's still the planning for that exhibition in July. So uh, it's actually just under now a month away, and I've accomplished quite a lot, but um, this week has been pretty busy with that as well. So we've been planning for the exhibition. We got all the invitations are finally in, uh, so they, they came this week, and I've already started to fill out from my mailing list 
uh, the people who should really get a hard copy in the mail, uh, snail mail. Uh, the problem is with the cutbacks at the post office, uh, I'm not sure how long it'll take. Uh, we had, I had to send something to the attorney uh, pursuant to mom and dad's uh, estate, closing out their estate. And it took over a week for a letter to get across Houston. That is how long it took. So I'm a little concerned that I need to get these things out in the mail really, really quickly. So I'll get them mailed off tomorrow. Today is Sunday. So I can't send them out today. So I'll get those out in the mail tomorrow. And there's about 100 physical invitations I'm sending out. And then, of course, I've been working that mailing list as well for email. And I'll be sending out a lot more invitations via email uh, and making them as personal as I can make them. Granted that some of the emails I don't even have people's names. The uh, catalogs are also in. We created these little booklets that are kind of like the zines that we've published in the past. They're like half sheet pages, uh, half uh, letter sized uh, paper folded. And so we have a catalog of all the work, including an introduction kind of uh, from John Ross Palmer, uh, who really inspired the, uh, the uh, Panca Marga series, the legacy series that I'm pursuing. And then uh, Princess Brianna Karaja has also done a uh, kind of a dedication uh, to, the, to the show, an introduction to the show. So those are there. All of the artworks are there with the sizes. I will insert a price sheet in that. And then they will get a, uh, anybody who purchases will get a certificate of authenticity that will have a cute little Panca Marga seal in wax that I had uh, prepared. Uh, so those will go out and then they will each get a small lapel pin that actually has the engraved Panca Marga logo in it as well to mark them as collectors. And so one of the beautiful things about being active and in meeting all these wonderful people over time is that this week at Sarah Rimbaugh's uh, after her show and at after and during uh, the second Saturday opening, we started getting known collectors, people that we have met through other artists and we know that they are art collectors of these other artists are now showing up at our studios on open days. So we had three, three sets of known art collectors showing up to look at our work. And boy howdy, I didn't have all of the artwork there because a lot of it is still at the uh, framers. The, the larger pieces are at the framers. But I had that catalog that just came in. And when they, when they walked in, I introduced the program to them and showed them the art that I do have in the studio and showed them that catalog to kind of plant the seed that I'm going to be inviting them to an exhibition here very soon. Uh, and the beauty is that after I did that, they, that couple moved on to Bogdan's studio, and they know that Bogdan and I are together. And they were excitedly talking to Bogdan about the series that I'm going to be presenting. 
that's great because they didn't really let on to me. I thought, oh my God, am I, I, I hope I'm not rattling on here and, and, and like hard selling somebody. I just wanted to share with them the excitement that I had toward the upcoming show. But as it turns out, they seem to have really internalized that, had done some research on what Pankamarga means, which was encouraging to me because from my studio to Bogdan's studio is just across the hall and they had already been looking it up. So it's exciting. I, I'm, I'm getting a little more positive about, uh, you know, you, you get this imposter syndrome feeling that, oh, no, no one's going to come. It's going to be awful. People are going to laugh. Uh, no one will buy anything. Uh, but I, I'm starting to see some positive signs. Um, John Ross Palmer, the, the painter friend I told you about, he actually encouraged me to sell as much as I can uh, before before time, and and uh, uh, and Ryan uh, Ryan did as well. Uh, kind of our mentor, business mentor that we've been meeting with, Ryan Lindsay, and both of them had suggested that you know if you can sell all of them before the show, that might seem unfair to the people who show up that night. But you know what? Tough luck. They'll buy earlier when you release the next segment of paintings. So anyway, that's been lovely. I met with the calendar. Uh, I met with the caterer. Uh, I've been. I placed. Um, I was able to place a lot of in a lot of the local calendars, online calendars that are, are out there in the community for magazines or just um, Yelp and 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 things like that. I was able to place what, 13, 14 different calendars announcing that the show is, is uh, happening. And um, I'm also working on getting out press releases, and I thought that would be a very easy thing. I created a press release. I put it on my website and kind of created this press kit, and that's, that's clickable on my website now. But then when you actually go out to these distribution uh, services, and there are a number of them, and there many of them are free. But in order to to do each of them, you have to set up an account with them, and you have to fill out all this, all these forms before you can even post a um, a press release. So I think I've only posted one so far. Uh, that's my big job for this next week, and the one that I posted is in England. But you know, we have an online component to this. We're going to be simulcasting this event on Zoom as well as on Facebook Live. And I'm going to, I actually met with uh, um, a 20 year old, 20 something year old, and he has agreed that he is going to run that kind of interface with the chat groups and things while the show is going on. And he'll be able to queue up. Uh, movies and slideshows and things like that to keep things more interesting for the people online. Uh, And that way he will actually be able to call me over should someone need to talk to me or if somebody wants to buy, uh, we can make that all happen. So the fact that it's in England may not be a big deal. I have to get that in my head now that that is a reality. We are actually selling everywhere at the same time. So that's great to talk to the caterer. I have confirmed bacon-wrapped shrimp, but that's all I've confirmed. We're meeting with her this week. Um, 
I have I mentioned all of the big pictures are now at the framer. So there's there's you know, a lot has been done. Um, so what's left to do? I still have to mail out those invitations tomorrow. I need to catch up with the press releases this week. Uh, I need to create that welcome video, that explanation video that will tell people what the show's about, what's going on. And I can play that at the event. I can play that online. And at first, I, I kept thinking that this should be kind of a secret until July. But I'm thinking maybe the video would be a good marketing tool. I mean, the idea of the secret is to, to make people interested and make them want to come. But it's not like I have this giant collector base waiting and competing to buy my paintings. And so creating this, this buzz, this, this immediacy, this, this uh, panic to buy may not happen if I don't have a big following. So perhaps the video would actually help to encourage people to show up because they don't necessarily know who I am yet. Uh, so that's a thought. I would have to figure that out. But we have to get that video ready if it's, uh, and to get that out. I also have to figure out how I'm going to hang the work. I think I know, but I need to make sure where I'm going to get all the hardware and all of the, because there's a hanging system uh, um, uh, for that particular gallery space. And I just need to make sure that all of that is there and nothing needs to be ordered. Um, I need to create some invitation and some PR around uh, Facebook, Instagram, maybe even LinkedIn to get those folks invited and at least know about the, the event. I need to create some signage to go around the building to actually get people from the road to the parking lot to the door they need to enter to come to the show. Um, I need to prepare those buyer packets I mentioned of catalogs and lapel pins and certificates of authenticity, um, whatever else they need that they'll get when they purchase. I need to get the framed artwork back from the framer, which should happen this week. That shouldn't be a problem. And I need to start making appointments with collectors to actually come in early to take a look at the work. I probably should wait until July when it's actually hanging, but um, I think getting them in for one-on-one -on -one with me to let them spend some time with the work. I mean, uh, the couple I mentioned yesterday, they weren't seeming that interested, but when they were looking through the catalog, the, uh, the wife kind of started zeroing in on one particular picture that she liked. Unfortunately, those pictures were the small ones, so it might not be a huge sale, but you know what? I need to sell them all. That's why I created different levels. Uh, and if she'll start collecting me at the low level, that might entice her to buy more and more as the, as the different installments of Pancamarga happen over the next 20 years. So it's been a very, very busy week, a very exciting week, a very tiring week. But uh, I'm delighted to be here talking with you. I hope that you will check out my other forums. My YouTube channel uh, will have this video podcast uh, as well as where you normally pick up your podcast, which you obviously know because you're listening to me now. But also on my YouTube channel is my weekly vlog and you can 
also check out my written blog. Uh, and all of that is accessible through my website. So if you go to johnbishopfineart.com, you'll see access to all of the information that I've been giving you and see the other work that I'm doing. So I hope you have a wonderful week. Stay creative, stay busy, and uh, I will keep you updated on where we're going with this exhibition and what we're doing in our, in our artistic practices. Thanks so much for listening. Talk to you soon. Bye.